As we continue our player grades for the LA Clippers this season, I am going to take a look at Ivica Zubats in this episode. Before the season, I was pretty confident that he could be the starting center on a championship team. But after this year's playoffs, I'm not as positive anymore. So in this episode, going to be talking about the strengths, weaknesses of Zoo, and deciding or concluding whether he should be the starting center for the Clippers' championship quest to run it back next season on today's Locked On Clippers. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. You are locking in with the clips. Thank you for making Locked On Clippers the first listen of your day, your team every day. I'm your host, Darian Viziri, in my 18th season, or just finished my 18th season as a Clipper fan. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod, and subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more Clipper and LA sports content. Been going live after every single night of the NBA playoffs, so catch me on there. And Locked On Clippers is free and available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, including YouTube. And I want you to comment on the YouTube channel whether you think going into next season that Ivica Zubats can be a starting center on a championship team. Now, how important that really is, what it really means, you know, his strengths and weaknesses. We're going to be getting into all that in this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Game Time. If you want no stress on getting last-minute tickets, download the Game Time app, and you will see when I talk about it later why it is such a good get. But let's get into some of Ivica Zubat's strengths and just looking at him as a player. So, Zub is young. I want to make that very clear, everybody. This guy is still just 26 years old, and he won't be 27 years old till March of 2024. So, this is not the finished article with Zoo. The one thing you want to see from any young player, and right now Zubats is the longest tenured Clipper having come on to the Clippers in the middle of the 2018-19 season, but he has improved every single season. And this year was no different. He had a career high in points with 10.8 points a game. He had a career high in rebounds at 9.9 a game. He had a career high in minutes with 28.5 a game. So, if it's just, and he had a career high in games played, I think either tied or, or the outright career high with 76 games played. I think he played the exact same in 2022. Let me double check. Yes, he did. So 76 games in each of the last two seasons. Both of those are career highs. But as I just said, so many career highs in stats this year for him. So And in blocks. So he got better this year. There's no question about it. Now, before the season, I said that if Ivica Zubac gets a 30-minute average this season, he will average a double-double in his sleep. Well, he finished right under that 30-minute average with 28 and a half minutes a game, and he averaged 11 and 10, 9.9 rebounds. So technically, he didn't make the cutoff for a double-double, but I mean, that's if you round up, that's a double-double. 11 points a game, 10 rebounds, and a block a game on 63.4% shooting. And he shoots 70% from the line, which is pretty decent for a center, especially one that doesn't shoot any mid-rangers or jump shots of any kind. But just looking at those stats on paper, that's a really solid player. You know, given his minutes, he does his job. And this regular season, I thought Ivica Zubats was great. But I do think there were two versions of Zoo, which there are frequently. There's some nights where Vita Zubats looks like one of the, you know, 
top 15 centers in the NBA where he's blocking shots. He's playing really good defense in the pick and roll. He's finishing strong around the basket. He's rolling hard, looking to dunk, getting, you know, asking for the ball sometimes deep in the post and hitting those right-handed jump hooks. And he's just playing with this kind of body language that shows that he's being aggressive. Then there are other games where he looks a little slow foot in the pick and roll. He's fumbling the ball constantly. He's just looking to get fouled and flailing his arms and not really going up strong. And depending on what Zubats you get, that's really the answer to this question about a championship team starting center. Now, I just want to say Zaza Pachulia was a starting center of a championship team in 2017. Granted, though... That starting lineup for the Warriors was basically four All-Stars and two of the three best players in the NBA. So that's not necessarily a great example. But let's look at some other centers. Brooke Lopez, I'd say he's a better center than Ivica Zubats. Kavon Looney, the thing is, he is a better center than Zoo right now because of his defense. But offensively, Zubats has some things that Kavon Looney doesn't have. He's actually a good post player. He's bigger. He, I'm pretty sure, he, I don't know if he averages more block shots, but this year Ivica Zubats averaged... 1.3 blocks per game but in the beginning of the season one of the reasons why the Clippers defensive rating was so good was because Zoo was an absolute force like he was blocking so many shots he was carrying our defense and drop coverage in the month of October he averaged 10 points 12 rebounds and three blocks a game 10 12 and 3 and in November, he was pretty good too. He got 31 minutes a game that month, and he averaged a double-double outright. 11 points, 11 rebounds, and 1.3 blocks a game. So that was his season average. But then you you know, you know go to January, for example. He plays 28 minutes again, and he averages 9 and 10. So finally a month where he's averaging less than 9.5 points per game. And he kind of just stayed at that mark for the rest of the season. In February, 10 points, 8 rebounds. And his blocked numbers were just at 1.0. And then 10 and 10 in March. And he ended with 12 and 9. And then 14 and 9 in April. So, I mean, Zoo, he had a pretty solid season overall. I think it was definitely his best season of his career. But I don't think he played as well as the start of the season. Like, and against Indiana, obviously that was a game without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, so you got to you know, treat it a little bit differently. But he had 31 points and 29 rebounds in late November. I mean, November, for him to average 11 and 11, that was a really solid month for him. And, you know, December was the beginning of the drop-off to me. And part of it's because he was playing a good amount, minutes that he wasn't really used to playing all the time. And I still undoubtedly think at various times this season, the Clippers were much better with Zubats in the game. Like, in the beginning of the season, when we didn't really have a true backup center, I mean, Moses Brown was trying his best, but Zubats was our second most indispensable player after Kawhi Leonard. Like, when we didn't have Zoo, we honestly maybe even more, because at least we have Paul George. Zubats, we had no direct replacement for in the beginning of the season, so whenever he was on the bench, we were screwed. So that's one thing I want to say about Zoo. But overall, even if you look in history like the Kendrick Perkins of the world, for the Spurs, Tiago Splitter. So you can be a starting center for a championship team and not be like an insane player. But most of them have been better than Zoo. Like Andrew Bogut, Brooke Lopez. Like I think these guys are better than Zoo. But I don't think it's insane. I think Zoo can absolutely reach that level and he's young. The thing about Zoo is, and that really brings me to this, is Zubat's in the playoffs this year. He kind of underwhelmed. 
You know, we need him to be, especially without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, we needed him to be better. He only averaged 9 points, 9.6 rebounds, and got 26 minutes on 57% shooting. So his stats went down. To me, his only good game was the first game where he, when he, where he was 12 and 15. But game two, eight and six. Game three, six and eight. Game four, four and nine. I mean, the final game he had 16 and 10, so he wasn't bad in that one. But two good games out of five, I expect better from a guy that's not really asked to do much scoring. You just want him to be active defensively, a rim protector. And part of it was the scheme. Like, the thing about Zoo is he's a drop big. He's not very good on the perimeter. But mind you, there are only a couple bigs that could actually switch one through five like Bam Adebayo or Anthony Davis or even a little bit of Jaron Jackson Jr. I think Zoo being slow-footed is extremely exaggerated. He's not actually that slow-footed. He's just not a switchable big. But at times in today's NBA, when you have certain teams, those guys that aren't switchable bigs can get played off the floor at times. And if that and that sometimes has happened to Zoo. But coming up, I'm going to be talking about the upside as to why Ivica Zubats should be counted on Going forward, I don't know about the starting center. I guess we're going to have to prolong that answer to the final segment. But just in terms of why we should not trade him or anything, in my opinion, I'm very adamant that Zoo has a good future and it's with this team. Going to be talking about that coming up. Before I do that, I got to tell you about game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, but sometimes when you don't plan things the right way, it can be. But with Game Time, it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. With those, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll actually have at the event. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. If you don't know if you can go till last minute, Game Time has you covered. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so back to Avicii Zubats. The thing about it is you could say that he let, – let's look at his resume, right? In 2019, he was still very young, and that team played better basketball when Montrez Harrell was on the floor. So that playoff series was kind of more of a Montrez Harrell show. So we just had Zoo for the future. In 2020, we all know that not playing Ivica Zubats enough was a huge problem. And also, Zoo couldn't really stay out of foul trouble against Jokic. But granted, that's Jokic. That being said, we needed another player that could protect the rim similar to Zoo, and that's why we got rid of Montrez Harrell. So in 2020, Zoo definitely improved. You started to see a little bit of that chemistry with Kawhi Leonard in the pick and roll. And then 2021, he had a pretty solid season. He started out coming off the bench for Serge Ibaka, but then he slowly got into the starting lineup. The Dallas series wasn't for him because they kept targeting him in the pick and roll. And Luka is so good at carving defenses apart if you hedge. So in the four-on-three situations, Dallas was hitting all their threes. And then they kept switching Zubats onto Luka the first two games. And that was just suicidal. Luka was getting into a step back every single second. But that's not Zubats' fault to me. Tyloo shouldn't be putting him on Luka Doncic on the perimeter. That's just not it. We went small in that series, and we took advantage because Porzingis didn't take advantage of mismatches. So that series wasn't for him. The the Utah series wasn't really for him either because Gobert wasn't taking advantage of mismatches. So we went small in that one. It was better, and Zubats got targeted in the pick and roll. And the one one of Zoo's big weaknesses 
is lob threats in the role. Like, he's good in that drop coverage of playing the ball handler and the roller, but very frequently when it's a really athletic lob threat, he just can't make up the de- the distance, you know, make up the ground in terms of showing and then recovering in the air potentially to, like, deflect the pass or anything like that. But with Gobert and Mitchell, he used to really struggle at the times in the pick and roll. So he went small. That worked. But in the Sun series, Zoo was actually really good. You know, he had a really solid first four games, especially defending Chris Paul in the pick and roll because he's not going to get abused with speed. And Aiden is not like the biggest high-flying lob threat. He usually gets those pocket passes where he puts up those little push shots. So even though Aiden does have vertical spacing in his game, it's not as it wasn't as crazy as Gobert. And Chris Paul, he's not really a guy that's going to get all the way in the paint. He wants to get to his right, get to that right elbow. And I thought Zoo did a really good job in the Western Conference Finals of sitting on that right elbow and deterring those shots and making them difficult for him. And then when Zoo came out in Game 6 or got injured, DeMarcus Cousins was repeatedly targeted by Chris Paul in the pick and roll. And the poor guy just... He couldn't do anything to stop CP3, and then the Clippers went adieu. So you really could see how big Ivica Zubats was in that conference finals. And then 2022, last year, I thought Zub was really good. That was the best season of his career, and he surpassed that this season. Sadly, we didn't really get to see much of Zub in the, you know, we didn't make the playoffs, so we didn't get to see him there. But then this year, it's just sad because against teams that are going to kill you in drop coverage, Zoo is not really that guy because you're going to concede the mid-range shot and we don't really have that great of picking, uh, I'm sorry, point of attack defenders. When we don't have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Terrence Mann's not playing over 30 minutes a game, I mean, we're relying on Westbrook, Eric Gordon, and Nico Batum and Norman Powell to like shut down Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Like You're asking Zoo to guard two guys at once so much. If our point of attack defense got better, I think you'd see a better Zoo that would be able to last longer in terms of getting a lot of blocks throughout the season. You know, he still averaged a, over a block a game, which is solid, but... I thought he was going to average two blocks a game and maybe that would last the whole season. Like in the first 20 games, the guy was legitimately like a defensive top five, top 10 defensive player at the time, just based on the form he was in. But I think he just kind of got a little gassed and the Clippers point of attack defense started showing their holes and flaws as the season went on. But all I know is this, you have to have counters in the playoffs and sometimes there are going to be matchups that don't favor Zoo because he can't switch one through five. And that's not a prerequisite for bigs. It's very difficult to find guys that can do that. Now, the upside of Zubats, he actually has skill in the post. DeAndre Jordan didn't have this. He has a really good right-handed jump hook over his left shoulder. And one thing that was huge this season that if you listen to me all year that I kept banging to the ground was... He actually got a little bit of a left-handed jump hook over his right shoulder. And that's one thing he didn't have in his game. Anytime teams hugged his left shoulder and made him spin over his right shoulder, he would get stuck and he would almost travel, basically. But this season, he started showing some signs of that. So the biggest thing, and I've had a problem with this for at least two years now, is that we never really empower Zoo to be looked at as a go-to guy to dump the ball down to him four or five times a night. Because he actually gets good post position, pretty deep post position. We do it a lot in the first quarter when it's like the possession seem more me- like less meaningful and you know the defense may have their guard down like early in games. But we get the ball to him early in games. He'll have like six points in the first five minutes and we just don't go to it anymore. Just only pick and roll. And I hate that. 
I think one thing Zoo needs to improve on offensively is his little push shot. If he really gets that consistently, it's gotten better. But if he got it like even close to an Isaiah Hartenstein level, that would take the Clippers pick and roll to the next level. But I still think that we need to empower him more in the post and he will continue to be better in the post. I predict, I mean, I don't really know considering who the Clippers may get off the bench to replace Plumlee if they don't want to re-sign him. But if Zubats actually averages 30 minutes next season, I expect him to average 12 and 10 minimum. I do. Whether I think Ivica Zubats is a starting center on a championship team, well, I would have to look at his weaknesses. And I've already talked about some of them. But coming up, I am going to be going in more depth about them and making my choice of whether I think Ivica Zubats can still be a starting center on a championship team. I got to tell you about prize picks. Every day of the NBA playoffs or finals, one prize picks user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time will be randomly selected each day. Whoever placed that entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts. If you get four correct picks, you'll get $16,000. If you get five correct picks, you'll get $80,000. And if you get six correct picks, you'll get a million dollars. Full details can be found at prizepicks.com million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for the million-dollar entry. And once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal, and you could be the lucky winner. PrizePix is the best daily fantasy entry app out there. It's not just you against somebody. It's just you and the prize prize picks projections all you got to do is pick two to six players and predict if they'll score more like that more or less than those projections and you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry and it's not just competing again it's not competing against other people just you and the projections available and prize picks offers projections for any sport that you watch it can be baseball mlb nba nhl you name it they've got it entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's that easy safe and fast withdrawals and currently operational over 30 states in canada just download the prize picks app go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right. So as far as my decision or my, you know, opinion on whether Zoo should be can be a starting center in a championship team. I think we can't really make that decision in my opinion. I know some are going to say yes, some are going to say no. We can't really evaluate it fully to me until all the other pieces are there. And by those pieces, I mean Kawhi and Paul George. Zubat's not playing very well against the Suns is more magnified because we lost in five games and we needed more from him. But if we had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and it just wasn't Zoo's series, who knows if Zoo would have been used more against the Nuggets. He probably would have been used more against Denver. So I think that it's not fair to Zoo to really make this decision. What I will say is this and why I think we probably should have him back as our starting center, but I wouldn't mind if he came off the bench. I mean, if we had Zoo as a bench center, good luck to everyone else. 
But I think that last time we saw him come off the bench in 2021, he didn't play nearly as confidently. And I remember saying that if we did that, it would hurt his confidence, and it did. So maybe we shouldn't bring Zoo off the bench. I think maybe we should keep him started just because he's really good with Paul and Kawhi. If we're running it back, I mean, start him. And honestly, if we're not running it back, which we, we will, but let's say we were just to blow it up hypothetically, I would still start him because now he should get his post touches. The main thing about Zoo that makes me confident that, confident that he could be that guy is that he's only 26 years old. He was literally born a year before me he's a 97 baby i'm a 98 so that tells you how much upside this guy has and how young he really is will he ever be an all-star center no he won't probably will he ever be a switch everything one through five big no but i think he's going to keep improving in the pick and roll he defensively he's a very good drop big in my opinion the main thing is his hands or are his hands i think he just needs to keep working on that but sometimes guys just have good hands and some don't i don't think his are horrendous i think they just look worse depending on what kind of Moody's in but the main thing with zoo is the intangible stuff which zoo we're gonna get it's not about the skill it's about the mentality it's about what kind of dog how much of the dog zoo he can be you know it's all about the mentality man these sports are all mental it's confidence and when Zubots wants to be you know a, a rottweiler a pit bull he's everywhere he seems like he's affecting everything rebounding blocking shots deterring shots finishing then sometimes though he wants to be you know a teacup poodle and he gets outplayed by the opposing center so zoo i think having better point of attack defenders will help him a lot but i still have my faith in him last season though if you would ask me at this time can zoo be the championships a starting center in a championship team i would say unequivocally absolutely yes now i'm a little bit less sure and it's not even about can he be a starting center on a championship team let's say he was surrounded by steph you know, the same starting lineup that Zaza was. Yeah, he probably could. But can he be a starting center for this championship team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? I think we'd have to wait to see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play in the playoffs again together and see. Because Zoo's gotten better since 2021. There's no question about that. I just wish Ty Lue or whoever comes in as the coach, if Ty Lue doesn't come back, will feed Zoo the ball a little bit more. At least four to five post-ups a game. But then it comes down to the post-up is inefficient. The post-up is not a modern play. What about the guys that can actually do it? I'm pretty sure I would love to see the percentage. You know, if anybody has a Synergy account or something, I would love to see the percentage on Ivica Zubot's right-handed jump hooks this season on post-ups. I would love to see it because I bet you it's over 50%. And I'll take a 50% or more, 50% or higher shot around five feet away from the basket any day of the week. So that's my opinion on Zoo. I'd say keep the trust. He is still very young. He's also extremely reliable. So Zoo, he worked his butt off for us this season. I got nothing bad to say. Was it an underwhelming playoffs? Yes, it was. But I think a large reason is because he's a drop coverage big and the Suns had the drop coverage killers. You saw Jokic. He hedged the screens more often than not. It was in that high, Yeah, he hedged the screens or was in that high drop because he's got Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter on the backside. We didn't have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, athletic wings on the back line so that was that and they also have some better point of attack defenders denver with kcp bruce brown and christian brown but i digress i still believe in zoo let me know what you think do you think zoo can be the starting center of this championship team let me know in the pinned comment you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod. Subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, where I've been doing NBA playoff content all playoffs long, and I'll be live after the first game of the Western Conference Finals. And Locked On Clippers, make sure you hit the notification bell. Episodes Monday through Friday, even in the offseason. Go Clippers. That's the age-old proverb. You know how it goes.